Inescapably foreign. Welcome to Without Borders. I'm your host, Nolan Yuma Jansen. This is the podcast for nomads, expats, immigrants, third culture children, or anyone else that feels inescapably foreign. Remember, if you are an English learner, you can download the transcript and get some additional language notes at um, withoutborders.fyi. I don't know why I stumbled there. It's my own website. Anyway, <laughs> I am here with Ruben de Libano, right? Is that how I pronounce it? That's right, Ruben de Libano. Yep. All right, perfect. Uh, so Ruben and I met because he's in charge of the language exchange here in Castellón, Castellón de la Plana in Spain. And uh, that's how we got to know each other. He organizes a bunch of great ev great events. Uh, but he also has his own business, uh, Captura tu Negocio. And can you tell us a little bit more about that, Ruben? Yeah, yep. So basically, I've been a content creator for a while. So then I decided to start um, this um, um, agency. So my business has two sides. One is the academy and one is the agency. So in the academy side, I teach um, small business owners how to take better um, content, better pictures and videos of their products or services. So they don't need to spend crazy amounts on photographers and stuff. So it's it's good for them to start out. And okay. then that's what you call it, right? Um, your passion about uh, minimalistic photography and minimalistic uh, videography as well. Yeah. Yeah, so a while ago, I got into minimalistic photography, and that's kind of my my yeah the my style. So yeah, basically, I I, I teach photography, phone photography, um, with yeah with like minimalistic sense. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that because all your videos are always just on point, and the thing I can't get over is you do it all with a phone, right? Yeah, everything is on the phone, like uh, in shooting, edition, everything. Uh, because nowadays phones got so good uh, that you pretty much can do all of it there. Um, yeah, it's very quick. Here, I'm, I'm going to share my screen. I haven't done this on the podcast before. Um, well, if you're listening to the podcast, obviously you're not going to see this. Uh, but if you want to see it, just go again to withoutborders.com. FYI, you'll find it all there. Uh, you'll get a link to my YouTube channel as well. Um, but all right, let's let's try this out. I'm going to share my screen and show you some of Ruben's videos because they are fucking awesome. <laughs> um, all right, Chrome tab. Here we go. Share. Is this working? Yep. I can't see in your screen. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. no, it's coming up. Yeah, yeah, it's coming up. Yep, yep. All right, perfect. Um, which video do you want me to show? Like, just tell me to so, keep scrolling. Um, yeah. Um, so maybe we go a bit farther down. Um, this, oh yeah. So the yellow one to the left, um, this one here, that's, yeah, that one there. Yeah. That's quite good. Yeah. So if you have a business, you need this skill and then I show, yeah, if you can cl click on that and then we can watch it. All right. Oh, one second. Um, since mm -hmm. we have the sound plugged in here, uh, yeah. it's not going to record the sound. Is that okay? 
That's all right. Yeah, the sound is really good, but let, let's just, yeah. just watch the, the clip here. Okay, I wonder if it can record the sound because I was vibing to that beat. Yeah, it'll uh, be both tango and watch it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So professional and it see like it doesn't look simple, but you just make <laughs> it look simple. Yeah, so for that video I just went by the beach, uh yeah. took my phone with a tripod and it took me literally five minutes. Um what? yeah. Found it, shot it. I I actually edited there, um yeah. in place. And yeah, it's just a way so it's a way to show um, that you can create really nice content uh, with very low budget. Um, yeah. You just need to be creative. So th that's why I teach. I have a photography course and I teach um, all the secrets of photography, anything. But I teach it in a way that's very simple, very easy to learn. I don't go in depth into like um, crazy settings of the phone. Like when you buy a new camera, you... You, yeah, you don't know how to use it, right? You need to learn all the settings, uh, ISO, uh, everything. Um, so I teach it in a very easy way, so anyone, anyone can can do it. Okay, all right. Yeah. Definitely highly recommend if anyone anyone's interested, check that out. Um, and of course, we are on Without Borders here, so we're going to bring this into the acculturalization aspect of the show. Um, Ruben, would you consider yourself a digital nomad or have you lived a digital nomad type lifestyle? So still not, but I'm very close to, to achieve that. Like, um, when I moved to the UK, uh, I lived there for a while, uh, for a few years. And then my, my dream was to become a digital nomad, travel around the world. And then COVID kind of made it a bit difficult and right now I'm stuck in Spain but I'm I'm very very close to to achieve that yeah can't wait and what was your experience like in England well the UK the over experience was amazing um if anyone listening this is, is um thinking about moving to a different country I totally recommend you to do that um straight away don't don't think about the town to just think about the apps um yeah, it was it was hard. It was very difficult at the beginning. So the main idea to move the 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 objective was to learn English. So I didn't speak anything. I didn't speak any any English at all. So I just started studying and then I went there for holidays for a week and then just checked out like different cities, which one I liked the most. I checked London, it was a massive city. And then I, I found Bristol and I fell in love with that city. Very, very small, a lot of students, uh, people from everywhere, um, Italian, Spanish, yeah, French. So then I came back to Spain. I sold all my assets, everything I had, uh, my motorbike. I tried to get, to get as much cash as I could, booked a flight, booked a hostel for a month, and that's all I knew. Um, yeah, it was yeah, it was crazy. That was awesome. I I remember once you told me that when you were in England, you almost felt um, more at home there than in Spain. Like you, well, not maybe at home in England, but at home with the people. Like you connected with the people right oh, away. Yeah. Uh, so, 
were there any points where you were like, I'm Spanish, like, oh my God, I need to adapt to this part of the culture, or you felt like you almost arrived in the country you were, you were supposed to be in? Oh, oh no, like for the first year, it was super hard because my English wasn't up to speed. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, everything was hard, like to open a bank account, uh, even make friends there. It, it was hard. But then after the first year, um, I was in a really good job. So I had a really good connection with my, with my boss, with my manager. I started to go to language exchanges as well to meet mm -hmm. people. And that's why I really made friends, local friends and well, friends for, from all around the world. And yeah, actually all my friends are there. Like the people that I really care about, they are all, all scattered around the UK or Europe. So, uh, yeah. How, like, why do you feel, um, more at home with people in the UK than here in Spain? That's a really interesting question. So I guess, I guess because when you move to a different country and most people are experts as well, they have more open, open mind. They are mm -hmm. more ambitious. Whereas here in my hometown, um, people tend to stay in the comfort zone. Like go, uh, yeah, go out with uh, friends from their um, neighborhood and um, just not, not, yeah, not make any progress. Stay at mm -hmm. the same job. And um, in the UK, like people was moving all around, like changing jobs, like trying, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, improving their best. Uh, so yeah, I guess that's that's the reason why I connected with them because we have the same mindset um so yeah I've noticed that here as well I mean that that's one of the reasons you're my friend right? I noticed yeah. you're one of the few people I met who's really ambitious and you're always trying to start new projects and connect with people and one thing I've noticed here in Spain is like the dream is to become a funcionario right which is a government oh, yeah. employee Right, because it's so comfortable, you can live such a good life. Uh, you don't have to work long hours. Whereas, I don't know about in England, um, but from how you describe it, it sounds similar to in Canada and the states that people the the dream is to start your own business and to be an entrepreneur for a lot of yeah. people. Do you think I'm right in saying that? Or hundred percent, hundred percent, yeah. Um... I, I, I don't know why in Spain, we are very laid down, um, very comfy. Um, but yeah, I, in, in the, in other, in other countries where it's, we don't have, you want, you don't have social security and, um, this kind of security, you, you really have to, um, find the ingenious ways to make money, I guess. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that, that makes you an entrepreneur basically that makes you go out of your comfort zone and try out different things um yeah and risk it all basically whereas here you go for the easiest uh, you go through the easiest way <laughs> to leave now, uh, another thing i was wondering do you think that's because we're in castellon like one of the reasons i'm living here and not in a big city is one because i love it here um, and it's close to big cities it's easy to get to those cultural <laughs> hubs but also because I feel that when you go traveling, 
if you're in the small towns, you get to experience a more authentic part of the culture. Because if you're in a big city, you're more in a cosmopolitan area and cultures are getting mixed anyways. But if you're in a small town, you have to dive into that culture. Um, but what I was wondering is this, this attitude of being laid back and just going for the comfortable position. Is that a small town thing in Spain? Um, or would you, do you also find that in the big cities like Madrid and Barcelona or I guess, I guess you would also find that, um, especially all the people or yeah. Uh, but young people tend to move more around, uh, try to find a better job for them. Uh, but yeah, especially in small towns, you're going to see like the true, uh, local, uh, culture. Uh, yeah, late back, uh, like to eat tapas, half sister. Uh, yeah, that's very cliche, but it's true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Cliches are based on something, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and yeah. what about your personality? Uh, what parts of yourself feel Spanish and what parts of yourself don't feel Spanish? That's a tough question. So I guess I'm just confused because, um, welcome to my world. <laughs> at the same time, I moved to the UK. Um, I didn't feel Spanish anymore because I, I mean, um, I've changed all my, all my daily habits, all my everything like. Um, the time where you have lunch and dinner, that's different from the UK to Spain, very different. Okay. Uh, and I loved it in the UK. Also, I loved, um, the, the way that they go out. So they go out in the afternoon or evening and in Spain, we go out at night, like very late and I also don't like it. So yeah, it's a lot of things that make me want to be more British. Mm -hmm. uh, but honestly, Spanish, right? Yeah, it's my main language. Uh, yeah. So, what about the language? Do you feel like there are certain, uh, like a certain part of your identity that you can't express in English, or? Yeah, of course. Like, because it's not my first language, I struggle a bit more to express myself. But also, because I be I'm surrounded in English. Um, Sometimes I struggle to express myself in Spanish as well because English words come to my mind and I know how to express that in English perfectly. Then I don't know how to say it in Spanish. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm confused. But there are some words that you just can't explain, right? Like now, uh, uh, for me in Spanish, one of my favorite words is picaro. Picaro, yeah. Right? And uh, how would you describe picaro in English? Picaro in English is like naughty. A little bit, but it's, it's cheeky, but not quite. <laughs> right. I, I looked it up once and they translated as rascal, but rascal is more used for children. And Bigaro is more someone that's kind of clever, avoids taxes, like, yeah. <laughs> figures out how yeah. to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, things oh, like that. Like that one, you have thousands of words, like, yeah, you, they don't have direct translation. Yeah. And, and just going back to going out, uh, you don't drink, right? You don't drink alcohol. I don't drink now. I used to drink, 
but I don't drink. Uh, okay. Well, where do you find it easier not to drink? Here in Spain or in England, or it doesn't make a difference? The drinking cultures are quite different. They're quite, yeah, it's quite different. So in the UK, people tend to go out and drink to pretty much to get wasted. That's that's the end goal. Whereas in Spain, it's a bit different. Here we go out um, to socialize. And then because we're socializing, we end up drinking a lot. But we don't, we don't like more all the people don't don't tend to uh, get wasted as much so well for me now it's easy anywhere and anywhere uh okay i went through a, a tough process um so i went from drinking a lot uh and then in, in the in the uk so um the process i went is i went to study i was studying english to get my my cambridge c1 and but all, I also wanted to socialize, go out, meet new people, practice. And every time I would go out, I would have the need to drink because everyone was drinking and everyone was offering a drink. So I had a drink. And then you would go back home with three pints and then you're obviously dizzy. Then you don't perform as well. Next morning you wake up a bit later and you get fatter, you spend a lot of money and you're like, oh, I didn't want to spend this money. Uh, I yeah. do have a nice chat. So, and then one day I got really drunk and it wasn't my intention. I just kept drinking. So it was out of my control. So then I decided, all right, Ruben, um, you need to become a better person. And that's, that's when I decided that was a big change in my life. That's when I kind of decided to go kind of vegetarian and also um uh was it one drink. day to the next uh yeah <laughs> uh the drinking it was the drinking i got so wasted um <laughs> and i was already thinking about quitting drinking man uh, good for you so you're one of the only people who was honestly like woken up with a hangover and said i'm never doing this again but uh, you literally never did it again <laughs> yeah 100 percent. i would like yeah i promised myself to not drink ever again and I, and I didn't, sometimes I have a glass of wine or a beer because I like the flavor and I, I like it, but maybe like twice a year. So the end goal is not to get smashed. Just, yeah. just, uh, enjoy the drink. So yeah. And yeah, ever since like I saved up a lot of money in the UK, I also, uh, got fitter as well because I wasn't putting in as many calories. And I could wake up like super early in the morning and study and yeah, it's just, it's just great. And then all people try to entice me to drink like, oh, come on, mate. It's my, it's my birthday. Why are you not drinking? Like, where do people do that more? <laughs> do you think Spanish people try and get you fired up or is it more common in the UK <laughs> or French and both, Italian. everyone? <laughs> <laughs> the French and Italians trying to get you fired up? <laughs> no, yeah, they are like. Come on, I'll give you a hundred quid if you drink. <laughs> Dude, you could be a, a wealthy man. Well, actually, yeah, just to spend it after. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Like, now I surround myself with people I really care. And they, if I say I don't drink, they, they are okay with it. They don't offer me a drink. 
Uh, so, so right now, um, with all the people I know, it's fine. When I tell, when I meet someone new and I say, oh, no, I don't drink. They look at me weird. Like, why? It's not, it's not normal. Oh, no, man. I remember when you told me, I thought it was perfectly normal. Like, it was a good, healthy choice. Yeah. Especially, I don't know, you're more fun than I am when you're sober. So then when I'm drunk. Oh, yeah. so. People people think I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, no, I'm sober. <laughs> I also want to know a little bit more about the vegetarianism, right? Because to me, it seems fucking impossible to be a vegetarian in in Spain. Well, for me, I would say, jamón ibérico es imbatible, un choletón, no puedo sobrevivir sin un choletón. But what is it like for you? Do you? Is that one of the reasons you don't want to live here? Because it's, or you want to move back to the UK? Because it's so hard to be a vegetarian or? No, no, no. So, what? Most of my friends are vegetarian. And at the beginning, uh, I, I didn't know anyone vegetarian. So it was uh, strange at the beginning. But then you start to see the other side of the picture, right? And then you start to understand like why they are vegetarian and um, yeah um like then i decided to reduce my my meat intake and i felt fine because i was living with with a friend of mine who was vegetarian so i said okay I- i'm gonna help you out we're not gonna buy meat because we were doing the groceries together and i was okay so then i said okay, I'm going to go vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And I tried for a while, but then when I came back to Spain, it was so hard because here everything is meat or fish-based. So I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, should I just... Olives, uh, just eat olives. <laughs> olives, olives and fine salmon, papilla, that's yeah. it. And then I saw, I saw on, on Instagram or anywhere, I saw uh, that people go... Reducitarian. That's a new term. Reducitarian. I was like, wow, maybe I'm that because I I don't want to eat meat, but I'm cool eating meat. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. So then I kind of took that approach. So at home I never buy meat or fish. At home I never eat because I cook myself and I decide uh, what I eat. But if I go to a restaurant uh, with friends. And it's a burger place and they don't have a vegetarian option. I just take it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's fine because I understand the Spanish culture is not ready for it yet. Um, so you cannot go from one stream to the other. I think it's, Definitely. A, it's, a, it's a progress. And I just love it because... Um, so I reduced my meat intake like 90%. And I still enjoy Spanish food. Uh, if I go with friends to barbecue, I eat meat and people don't look at me in a weird manner so it's great and, and what's the word you use because i would just call it not being a douchebag but <laughs> what's what's the word <laughs> yeah. you used so from reduce so so reduce italian reduce italian uh, okay it could be the same as flexitarian um but i like to call it reduce italian because the aim is to reduce it as much as possible and then it ties into uh, environmental things too, right? And reducing oh, yeah. methane gases from the cows, reducing the greenhouse gases. Like a, a lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasons. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Right. 
Well, yeah, those are definitely some of the some of the big cultural differences uh, that we covered today. Um, so mm. we've gone over the food and everything. We're almost kind of at the end of the show. Is there anything else you want to mention or any any experience in England that you really want to share? Anything else? Uh, experience in England. So, yeah, I do share a, a, a traumatizing one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, anyone wanting to move to a different country, I 100% encourage you to do it. Uh, you would go through rough times, uh, not speaking the language, uh, not knowing anyone there. It might be hard, but then the outcome is good. So when I was, so when I moved to the UK, um, I didn't, I didn't have a job. I just moved there, um, just put, put together a CV and just prepared a sentence to say, uh, and I went from, I went to different shops. And yeah, yes, handle up the, the TV and then I got a job on the first day, but, uh, I run, I ran through some problems and then I had to move out from the city. I had to go to another city because of, uh, the, the job reasons. I didn't have a contract and they promised me a contract if I, if I, if I went to another city in, in the UK and I said, okay, um, I will think about it. And they said, no, you have to go tonight. And I was like, oh my goodness. All right. And at the time I was, I was living in, in a, in a shared flat for a month. And I knew no one in the UK, uh, not friends there. So I said, yeah, okay. Why not? Uh, I will go with you guys. So I went, um, with, with my boss at the time to this different city and spend the, the. 10 days, um, sleeping on the floor with them because they rented the house. So they were going to open a new shop and they rented the house, but they didn't have the money to buy all the furniture. So the plan was to open the shop, get the money and then buy the furniture. So I just stayed with them for 10 days, sleeping on the floor. That was terrible. And then, and then I said, okay, this is not for me. Um, uh, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. I will go back to, to Bristol. And yeah, so I just left. So, and the surprise was when I go back to Bristol, it was, it was September. So all the students came back from, from summer holidays. So all the hostels and all the hotels in, in this, um, urban area, they were booked out. So I didn't have anywhere to, to stay for the night. Uh, so yeah, I was like, okay, it's not, it's not too cold. I will just spend the night in the park. So I just, I just walked to the park and slept for a few hours there. And yeah, there was actually more people sleeping there. Like they weren't homeless. They were just expats. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not homeless. I'm just an expat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's rough though. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. But I was in the mindset of survival. Like I had certain amount of money. I didn't have a job and I was like, okay, I need to save up, save up as much as I can. So yeah, I just slept there. It was fine. Then like two or 3 AM in the morning, a friend of mine replied, uh, just a girl, a Spanish girl I met in Bristol. She replied and said, oh, you can stay at my place. So then I, I went and I slept the other half of the night in her coach. 
and that's it. Next day, uh, thankfully, I I go into a hostel, and that's it. It was a great experience. Like you would you would never think about sleeping uh, on the street, right? Uh, and I went for it, and yeah, but you would. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Thanks for sharing that with us. That is a good story. Well, Ruben, man, thanks so much for being on the show and everything. Um, I definitely want you on the show again because I know you're doing some business in Dubai and I want to hear more about that once you've gone there a few more times. Uh, again, everyone, if you want to take lessons from Ruben and get to know some more, check out his Instagram account. That's Captura. To Negocio. I'll put a link in the description as well. And this is Without Borders. Please check out the website and subscribe to withoutborders.fyi. All right, that's everything for today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>